Michael Estelli, Jim Dry Creek, or Emily Kelly for your business paper needs. Dunder Mifflin, People Persons Paper Podcast. Dunder Mifflin, People Persons Paper Podcast. Dunder Mifflin, The People Persons Paper Podcast. Time out, time out. Welcome to the People Persons Paper Podcast, the show where we are going chronologically through every episode of the NBC sitcom The Office. My name is Hilton Price. With me, as always, is Brian Sittler. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back for another fun week in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Yeah. I think, I think, because we don't know, we assume the wedding is in Scranton. We do. But uh, we, we could have been the next town over. It could have been. Could have been. been the rural. Rural uh, parts of northeastern Pennsylvania, southeastern. A hamlet elsewhere. we got to look it up again. You know. Look at those directions to the nearby towns. This is true. Man. This is, yeah, this is another, uh, this is another offside episode. I love it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Joining us today to talk about Season 3, Episode 16, Phyllis's Wedding, is comedian Trevor Carrion. How are you doing, gentlemen? Thank you. Welcome. Thank Thanks you, for doing sir. The show. Thanks. We traveled a long way to get here. Yeah, sure. lo- long trip through a brisk <laughs> morning in Tulsa. We appreciate every footstep. Yeah. Down a hallway, <laughs> across a living room. I'm not, I'm not wearing what I slept in at all. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Of course not. Why would you be for this <laughs> kind of show? Two-thirds of this podcast did not roll out of beds. <laughs> And show up here in mere moments. No. What I slept in is also not what I wore yesterday at all. No. (laughs) Not at all. Uh, A fun time yesterday. We actually got a chance to hang out with uh, lots of friends from the Tulsa comedy community, including several past guests of the People Persons Paper podcast. Yes, and I hope they had fun. Yeah. Yeah. Getting merry. Getting merry. I saw Jeff Thomas last night. Saw Landry Miller last night. Uh, Let's see. uh, Hopefully Lauren Turner as well. Lauren Turner was there. Yeah. Uh, It was a good time. Uh, Many. poster. Michael Zampino was there. Can't. Didn't see Cam, unfortunately. Uh, We need to have back on the show. It's been a couple weeks now. We do. We We saw him uh, just about five five or or six weeks back, I think. The the Zach Amon, was he there? Uh, No, Mr. Amon did not make it this year. We need to get him on again, too. Zach Amon was not there. No. No, there was was always faces missing, sadly. You know, people got, you know, other places to be sometimes. Exactly. But we wish him well. And uh, like I said, (laughs) we're talking about Phyllis's wedding today. Our friends at Dunder Mifflin have left the office today. We only see the office for some talking head skits (coughs) and for the cold open. Just... Just a, a for the hell of it, cold open. Yeah. This is the worst of Michael episode. It, the worst it, of Michael. It, <laughs> it, yeah. it, it is a stunningly bad Michael. <laughs> you know, I don't know if it's because I've only watched it, I don't know, 85 times. Yeah, only 85. He still, at certain points, is just plain annoying. Well, like, s- like screaming out, you know, early in the middle of someone's nuptials. That's yeah. I'm incredibly fresh on The Office still. Um, I haven't completely seen every single episode. Oh, okay, so yeah. we'll be we'll be careful here. Well, don't 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 absolutely don't no, worry no, no, no. about it. I am not watching anything well, I don't in order. Spoil it's, anything. it's to the okay. point where I'm out of order anyways. Okay. I had to call okay. a professor that made me watch it. <laughs> um, but I only caught episodes like this for the longest time, which is why I couldn't get behind The Office. But if I knew yeah. to like pay attention to the subplot of like uh, Pam and um Jim? Mm. Yeah, Jim. Mm-hmm. yeah, it was a great little story that really got me emotionally this oh. episode. There. Oh, I know. Yeah. That's and that's the beauty of the show is is carrying on those backstories mm-hmm. which are made in and of themselves are major. Yeah. But w- amongst all this absurdity with Michael Scott. Well, yeah, I guess that's what I'm saying. I didn't realize how yeah. much depth it had in general. Exactly. Is, yeah. yeah. And that is why I purposely didn't watch the show the first on the first run like 10 years ago or whatever it was because I felt like I I, I don't want to just see this and not know what's going on. Yeah. I remember in my early watchings how uh, Michael and Dwight are such the focus. And they're right. so frustrating. That that cringe factor that when you're first watching it the first couple times through, it, it really affects you. And it's I really... Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I really... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I would have trouble with that. And then I'd remember that there'd be these little moments here and there 
through the second season, through the third season, were these little moments of just joy. Yeah. And it was those Jim and Pam moments. Yeah, the beautiful humanity that comes out in the show. It's strange. Yeah. Yeah, the other planet of people. It, exactly. The other reality. Yeah, that's on the show, yeah. <laughs> Basically. And and because of that, it's like you feel like you're you're wasting all this time with all these other characters to then get this stolen moment with Jim and Pam. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, one of the things that really works with the show and the reason that that storyline is so appealing is because it, it is almost like uh, a, a person you're into. It, it yeah. is almost like someone you're interested in because you get those quick, brief moments, but they're paradise. Yeah, you can relate to it exactly of what that is. That oh, uh-huh. yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's yeah. Pam's face yeah. when Jim calls her dancing cute. Yeah, you know, yeah, and, that's and, so yeah. And and Pam was on point with her emotions. The, like this episode. hungry, sad, Wait, but like oh uh, yeah. She yeah. was a she was fantastic. A, she was as vulnerable as ever. Oh yeah, and. Yeah. And 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 it was just you know life is timing. Timing is everything. Well, and, and that's something they're doing this season is they're really breaking down Pam for us, just in little oh bits yeah. here and there, I'm breaking her down so that she can have yeah. that uh, the the yeah. the redemption uh, or, or not redemption, just but the 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 whatever she is that that gets her to speak with such power in the finale yeah. at right. Beach Games. She's right. gonna actually speak out about not getting that time with Jim, about missing him, about wanting to have that life back. Yeah, and I mean that's because we are seeing this episode after episode where little things are happening. Where she's either awkward around him, or or getting told something that makes her remember how much she cares for him, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she just takes on and on and more. And this is sort of a breaking point in a way, mm-hmm. which Roy just sort of moves in on. Yeah. In oh. a Talking about her face, her face when Roy says that he paid twenty bucks for them to play Jewel. Oh yeah, yeah. that's another yeah. one. Like she, oh. she just snaps up and looks up at him, mm-hmm. and it's like you could see yeah. from it where she's just like, "Oh my God, this guy did this for yeah, me." It's yeah, it's what I want. It's not where where I want it yeah. from, yeah. but it's what I want. It's what it's, I want. It's, it's what part she needs. Of the aspect, she needs yeah. it. And yeah. and and the other moment is when he he's talking about the wedding and he realizes that he wasn't as involved as he should have been. Mm-hmm. And then he says that comment like, you know, sucks for you. I'm the one who actually wanted to get married. Yep. And that look right there, that's where she's, that's the first moment where she's like, she, you know, she's touched. Yeah. It's, she's very touched. Pam's such a huge, it's like a, a very relatable, but she does it in an incredible way where like it's, uh, um, yeah. um, she knows what she wants, but she can't. She's questioning why she doesn't want him. Yeah. Like and she knows that she should. He's clearly everything that he wants in a lot of w- she wants in a lot of ways. In, but in uh, those few scenes, he he Roy proves himself as someone who is truly in love with her. Yeah, and is willing to do things to give signs of that love. Yeah, and we've all seen those yeah. moments of I wish I could want this. Yeah, like I this would be great for me in my life at this moment. It's just I can't make myself do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's exactly. such a relatable, heart wrenching thing. Yeah. <laughs> Really is, really is. She, this is a tough one because, at the beginning of the episode, you sort of, and this this episode is really beating down on her constantly of memories mm-hmm. via Phyllis, yeah, stealing all of her ideas. That's what you you realize that joke about Phyllis stole her wedding and a little bit's like the P and R Phyllis and Robert, also Pam and Roy, right? Like those things, <laughs> those are jokes and they're funny, but they're also showing us how this is sort of picking away at Pam to make her even more vulnerable. And this is where I'm getting another thing from my like limited office knowledge, but Phyllis yeah. plays such a, a a true character that exists in real life of mm-hmm. like that endearing office worker mm-hmm. that is yeah. that comes across super friendly to everybody, but there's that sub thing of mm-hmm. like she's got an insidiousness. Edge. She's got an edge to her. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, and, you, and we'll get more teases of that uh, later in the show, yeah. uh, where, where she'll just like little make little comments or lines, and you know that she's there's a lot more gears turning back there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, she got that six weeks of uh, honeymoon time. Yeah, I work with that lady. She has a cat poster. I, I yeah. know exactly oh. who our Phyllis is. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> And good stuff with Bob Vance. Bob Vance w- is, mm. is mm. as much as the, the Bob Vance Vance refrigeration joke and the way he's always working the business in has been a recurring thing and, and does add a little uh, bit of goofiness to the character. Mm. He's a, a straight man character in this show. Completely. He's meant to be someone to bounce off of the, the audacity of Michael Scott. Yeah. Yeah. And we see that in such a satisfying way for a show where, or an episode where Michael is so irritating to have. Bob actually confront him. And, That's it. You're out of here. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it's a part of all of us that are like, yeah, fucking finally. <laughs> I know. I think I wrote that in my notes. Thank God. Yeah. Bob and bounces Michael out of the wedding, by the way. Mm-hmm. Thank God. And that yeah. was during Michael's speech, correct? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, the one of his many speeches. Well, yeah, even when I noticed when he did that, though, it wasn't too aggressive of a thing. It was still like he was trying to put forward, a, like, this is my business. I'm still trying to be. Yeah. yeah. And he wasn't trying to be overly aggressive, even when he could have been. Mm-hmm. I, I really no. appreciate yeah. his character. And Michael, Steve Carell, I think, in general, in, in an angry, like, that funny, angry way that he has. Yeah. He can pull that off and seem a lot less, com- a lot more comical and less, you know, like, threatening. You're talking about when Steve's like, like when uh, he's like, I hate you, you yeah. know, and he, you know, oh, they're, yeah. they're having to push him out. Well, and oh my God, there is so much. When we watch the scene uh, of Michael being the ring bearer for his mom and Jeff's wedding, the the care taken in that scene because there's so he's much to unpack in the yeah. dark. Yeah, yeah. Like watching. Michael <laughs> is in the conference room watching it on the the VHS tape or, or the, the the TV yeah, the and TV. The, the little like, AV setup. Just oh, a I few feet. Notice that. Yeah. I just noticed it as the scene. Wow. They had him watch no, it. No, because you want to go to like right yeah. to what's on the screen. Yeah. But you'll notice him in the corner. He's just sitting up, just looking. They they made so, at so, it. so, so oh, <laughs> by himself. The documentary crew made him rewatch this moment where he you know freaks out at his mom's wedding, dressed as Pee Wee Herman. I might add. You know. Oh, good. R- yeah. Right down to the bow tie. Good. Yes. Yeah. Which good. I like how they added that part of the storyline to like give him some sort of like backdrop and reasoning as to why he's acting like such an insufferable right. asshole. That yeah. was. But you, you still like no. even that's how bad it still even is. young him. So imagine. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Even imagine if they imagine if they hadn't put that in. Yeah. How much more would I hate him? Oh yeah. In this episode. <laughs> yeah. And it's so weird too because that scene too, like uh, it, it really it humanizes them, and at the same time, it, it just goes to show you just how sort of emotionally fucked up Michael's been his whole life. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It yeah, like humanizes yeah. him, but even like yeah. young Michael wasn't. Oh God, likeable. yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. None of us right. were. Yeah, I mean, we're all just like, oh my God, that would have been such a terrible yeah. scene if that had happened at my wedding. You know, mm-hmm. I'll give that kid something to cry about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I love how the dog just seamlessly went straight <laughs> down yeah. the aisle. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the people were like looking at it, smiling, and like, yeah, that's a good dog. <laughs> yeah. There's no. I love that. There's no reaction <laughs> from everybody. They yeah. never look at him or the dog. No. They're all just like sta- standing forward and just letting it happen. Yeah. It's uh, and the, yeah, they they perfectly and then the ring just sort of bobs along. And mm-hmm. <laughs> the dog is so happy, well trained dog. The dog peed on everything. And yeah, everything. Michael's story, the the way that he a masks <laughs> tries to mask the idea that he peed himself. It just his pants somehow became wet, but <laughs> somehow he, he acknowledges right. that he peed himself enough yeah. to have to justify it with the dog peeing on it. <laughs> the <laughs> the masking it, but immediate reveal of fuck that dog. Like, yeah, uh, that's uh, a, that's I'll awesome. I'll take the hit to hit the dog. Yeah. <laughs> This needs to be said. <laughs> yeah. I don't care if it implicates me at all. <laughs> yeah. 
because it only works because you know because it's only irony if, if the dog and him both pee completely. You know? yeah. The drug dog in my high school peed on everything, and he's yeah. th- and one thing <laughs> I don't think, think my better trained. <laughs> the drug dog peed on everything. Yeah, we had a dog that came in. We had trimesters instead of semesters, or our years were broken up into threes. And every single trimester, we'd have the same drug dog that came through and smelt all of our lockers and would hit on the same locker, but it'd pee well, all over the hallway. Oh. That's the problem. Is it's it was poorly trained. That when it smelled drugs, it peed. Oh, it was. So and this excited. was Benita, yeah. Oklahoma. Yeah. So <laughs> drugs everywhere. They, that's that's the drug dog. Is they just got a drug addicted dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kept it away from its <laughs> drugs. This one's no longer good. Raised, <laughs> raised in Benita. You know. <laughs> the Benita drug dog situation's <laughs> out of hand. Uh, that's a weird tangent. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no problem. But that's the thing. The uh, uh, we get good character moments from just about everybody. Uh, we as, do. As much as our leads do great, we get uh, a great Stanley moment being frustrated with them both buying toasters. Yeah, we get the callback to the pre uh, the previous episode when when Pam and Roy had to cancel their wedding. Mm-hmm. Who's the girl in white? Uh, that was uh, Kelly. Kelly. I loved her moment. Oh yeah, it, it just the great. Um, I had an emergency. I look great in white. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and I got to tell you, my favorite thing about that is is Mindy looks so good in that scene. She really does. They they, they, they wanted you to be like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> she really does. She's got an argument. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's against custom, but uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> it, re- it brought like it brought attention to that dress every single scene she was in. Even when she was like, mm-hmm. I noticed she was wearing a shawl. I would never notice a shawl and a character right. anywhere else. But yeah, yeah that right. dress was a character from then on. And then it's even nice, w- nice when they threw the bouquet at the end, and yes. you see Mindy tr- trying to catch it, and Ryan swats it out of the way. <laughs> Great touch. <laughs> not even, not even trying to be coy about it. Just straight <laughs> swats it right in front of her uh-huh. face. Oh, and uh, and then think, of course it gets know, caught by uh, the unnamed girlfriend of Toby. We don't know who you are, but sorry. And um, the uh, the, the guy, best... the one, the guy, the one she, the one he got at the gym. Yeah. <laughs> Which, that storyline, I, I feel like there was more there that we didn't get to see. I'm going to have to go back and investigate the deleted scenes to see if there's anything about that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. There seems to be, yeah, I think you're right, though, because they were really trying to play off that scene with Kevin. Yeah. I the think there that, might be a little bit more to that. The idea that maybe he had gotten a, a prostitute or something to uh, join him for the day. Is, is that your guess? Is that it's a prostitute? Uh, um, it's a... Or a call girl, call girl of some kind? She was suspiciously attractive. Yeah. I mean, it's Toby. Yeah, could be anything. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Um, she did seem out of his league, so I'm just saying. And, and, and that's a, and, and that's the funny thing about the, <laughs> although about the gym. Yeah. well, that storyline without any sort of other context or information, it really almost becomes sort of a thing for the viewer. It's honestly like, kind of brilliant if they wrote it that yeah. way. I yeah. mean, right? It is ambiguous. It's, yeah, yeah, it's better to keep it ambiguous. And yeah. they picked the perfect yeah. character to laugh in response to that. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin is totally the <laughs> us of that yeah. conversation. Yeah. <laughs> and Toby's probably the only one he can do that to. In the <laughs> uh-huh. maybe Michael before he had two girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> Man. But no, uh, but Ke- Kevin, speaking of Kevin, uh, how about that Scrantonicity thing? <laughs> Oh yeah, we finally get the Scrantonicity reveal. And man, a uh, couple of two police songs, a Sting song, Sting song <laughs> uh, a Jewel song. Yeah, you know it'll cost you. It'll cost you if you want to hear Jewel. But and somebody paid for that. I know. I'm sorry, my my Jewel not. Uh, you were meant for me. It's not not. Oh, not, I, not you know what? Jam, I actually, I, I, it's not my jam. I like Kevin's version better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, I said it. I, uh, I I noticed whoever sang Fields of Gold I don't think was Kevin. No, I think that was someone no. else in the band. That was a uh, that was a uh, 
actors who also uh, moonlight as a, a wedding band. Oh yeah, or something like that. Or they just got a wedding band. Period. <laughs> They're not actors because <laughs> they looked. They really did a good spot on job. Who's ever doing that was uh, of getting a uh, an '80s cover wedding band <laughs> mm-hmm. look. And like you said, it was sort of a big reveal for us because we knew about Scrantonicity from when Pam was planning her wedding. I think that was way back in season two. Yeah. Was that the Dundies? No, that oh. was, no, no, she's watching all the other Dundies. Then, but it's a similar setup where they're watching in the conference. It was a while ago. It was. I don't know we, the Dundies is we, why I didn't watch The Office for a long time. Really? Really? Yeah, I had a professor that made me watch that episode specifically in three different classes. Oh. Yeah. So that means that was a very expensive episode of The Office for me. Mm. If I break down how much I spent <laughs> for that college hour. <laughs> you spent way more on this show than... Oh, we have. I still haven't paid it. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Spent. You've been charged. <laughs> what you're calling me about. <laughs> at all for this? No, that band plot line was great the, though. The, I, the, yeah. The the silver alert followed by Roxanne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and really, that, just a brilliant. Well done, Brian. Uh, <laughs> Uncle Al, man. He that, whoever played Uncle Al did a hell of a job. He did a hell of a job too. That guy. The scenes where he's talking to Michael at the end. And Michael, like, well, I listen to you when you would just went on. <laughs> oh yeah, get it together, dude. <laughs> and, and, and Al goes, Oh yeah. Oh, where are we going? Oh. <laughs> he always oh, sort yeah. of had that same uh, uh, expression, like, Oh, like, kind of whimsy, like, yeah, oh, just like along for the where ride. Where are we like, going? Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, like when Dwight bounces him from the party. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, where are we going? Oh. <laughs> also, that fucking smile after. Dwight bounces Michael. Yeah. That's probably the best moment. I I (laughs) take no pleasure in this. Neely turns to the camera and grins. Yeah. (laughs) The the bouncer, the the wedding crasher hunter. Yeah. Dwight, beautifully prodded by Jim Halpert. Which is great because, yeah, they're like, they you don't realize that the Pam and Jim and the Pam and Roy stuff is the real subplot until the last five minutes of the episode because like we said we had that little bit of setup with her talking about yeah. the wedding similarities yeah but before but, that it really yeah. feels like that Pam that Jim and Dwight story is going to be the the real subplot and that almost turns out to be just a little side thing it's almost he, just to give Dwight something to do it does oh see I never caught on that. Yeah, he I, I never thought like the wedding crashers. You thought that would be yeah, a, it's a more prevalent thing in the episode. Yeah, cause yeah. especially because they set it up earlier with yeah. them walking in and and Dwight having the comment about we need a new plague. Yeah. and and the Pam thing <laughs> oh, doesn't the really plague. come to fruition later. That's the I, see, I've seen that particular line of that particular episode, and that's like one of my favorite. That's things be, in the that's become world. a thing. Yeah. That's become a thing that people love to post because it is that, such that a great be, line. Yeah, that was that's a meme, right? One it of is the, a yeah. meme. Yeah, meme. they'll throw that. We need a new plague on it, on what have you. It's very Bill Burr. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it really is. <laughs> Love that guy. But before that plot, the really only Dwight that we get in this episode is in the cold open with the Altoids Pavlovian trick. They yeah, they didn't bring yes. back the Pavlov's dog thing at all. I no. thought they were gonna do that. No, yeah. it was just kind of a it's sort of a throwaway. I don't know if that's the right word, but Yeah, it's a completely uh unassociated cold open, which we see a couple of, but we it's We do. Open. I mean every now and then they sort of <laughs> it's good because they keep you guessing. Yeah. It doesn't always have to do with the um with the episode, but it's not always necessary. But I was expecting it. I was expecting a computer to turn on the entire episode. I yeah. Was <laughs> <laughs> At some point, as he walks past a computer, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> and Jim's just there with the Altoid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he looks at the camera, and smiles. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> becomes a creepy mind control <laughs> subplot. That'd be a great thing to carry on through like a lot of episodes. Mm-hmm. It would be. It would be. But uh, but speaking of Jim, I don't think he comes off particularly well in this episode. Like he's sort of in a just to me personally, yeah. Because he's kind of he's he's still in denial about Pam. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And he talks about this whole hypothetical. It's totally hypothetical. He's just trying to convince himself. 
Because he is at a wedding with his own, own girlfriend. Yeah. And he knows Pam's into him. Knows it, but like th- even throwing. He's telling himself no, though, because exactly he does this all the way through, um, uh, or I guess he, I guess he did it on even through. I know Booze Cruz had the conversation with Michael, but there's some point where yeah, he, he shuts it off. Like yeah, it's he like has to. After she yeah, said no, no at the end of season two, like it's that like was he it. decided that that's not a thing, and he's being blind either willingly or right. or unwillingly and he's almost seen he's almost there if karen wasn't around i think he would have been turned by this point yeah mm-hmm. but i think that you know obviously that's no fun because that would have happened way long to long ago yeah well but and the last two episodes he's been dealing with cam finding out that he liked uh pam right and they've been talking about it last true. episode yeah when that's they were true talking, that's so. true that's a good point coming up on this but so they've set it up to where right now he's trying to be with karen he is but he's also i mean I've read like you know he flirts with Pam, you know, calling her a dorky dancer and all yeah. that and all that. Like it's like unintentional flirting because they're still just friends, like, right? Exactly, and that's the problem. And that's flirting. the problem. Like Pam has the same problem Jim eventually does because like that that Jim had, yeah, because she can't interact with him and be like that and handle like taking the I can't and then looking at him with someone else, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he's like she wants more than that, yeah. And so she kind of ends up where he was in a way. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and that's and but but with the difference of having that Roy character, you right? Know? And then Roy just subconsciously, and he's he's been pretty bumbling and and unconvincing in his efforts to get Pam, and in this episode, he kind of just becomes the natural. Well, because it plays to his strengths, yeah, the, the things that he does remember about them, the fact that he did want to get married, <clears throat> and and. I, I mean, obviously, like, Roy and Pam weren't going to work, and, and you could argue that maybe he wanted to get married, but he didn't. He, he wasn't no. in the right place for that. Like, whatever. Like, that's going yeah. deeper than we're even privy to in these characters. Right. Yeah. Right. But in that moment, to, to to be like, you're the one that canceled the wedding. I was the one that wanted to go through with it. Yeah, and that's... I remember yeah. our song. I'm willing to slip yeah. the band a few bucks. And, and that's all legitimate. Yeah. It, it really plays to his strengths in the moment. It does. You know, which it, was which is good. It's nostalgia in a way. Like, yeah. heavy, sentimental nostalgia. Yeah. In a way. Maybe that's... And when he asks her when they're dancing, and he asks, do you want to do you, you mm-hmm. want to get out of here? Mm-hmm. And she stops. She looks sort of down or, you know, and then she finally looks up at him and says, yeah. It's like mm-hmm. you can see her thinking about this. It doesn't come off forced it doesn't come off like they're drunk it comes off yeah. like they're having a romantic moment and and she's following it well i'm assuming right. and i've seen some of this subline through what i have seen uh, th- th- he comes across as like a bumbling like unevolved yeah very yeah much. Bo- this is boorish a, it's bit. a very brilliant way to humanize his character though because yeah. we all know that person mm-hmm. like he probably did he probably did have investment into Pam. He probably did want to marry her. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah. I, I'm kind of like that too, though. I'm not like th- planning something meticulously. I'm not going to remember or know. Yeah. I just right. maybe. You, but you might remember the flowers and yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it, it does a great job at like bringing back to his character and humanizing him as a person and mm-hmm. making like the audience realize that oh, he wasn't terrible in this. He wasn't right. like the yeah. bad guy no. in the Pam situation entirely. Yeah. He was just no. a, a bit of a, a an oaf. A bit of a yeah, yeah, a yeah, bit yeah. of an oaf. Yeah. You know, a bit, a bit of, and a bit aloof. That's what I'm wondering. Because he's still aloof. Go this ahead. is a very casualty of life show and I really love that. It just kind of shows the individual ways that life, it's very realistic mm-hmm. as yeah. far as like how it fleshes out people and how people actually are and I do appreciate that about it. Yeah, and, and, and maybe it's not a, a perfect metaphor for anything in a viewer's life specifically, yeah. but scenes Yeah, the overarching, perfect, like, you know? mm-hmm. this is a real thing people deal with. This yeah. is clearly... Yeah. Things definitely ring truer mm-hmm. on this than a lot of different... A lot of 
any a lot of sitcoms I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. it rings. It's very natural. Like it's easy to to you know we 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 see a lot. Uh, uh, I see a lot anyway of articles talking about Netflix. Uh, excuse me, The Office's success on Netflix. How uh, I just saw this week, it's the most streamed show on the platform. So was it successful when it was coming? Like when it was new? Yes. Like, was it this successful? At this yeah. point, it was. Okay. It was reaching. Yeah. It was getting. It was. Getting to be as successful yeah. as it ever was, I it was think. yeah, it was pretty much becoming a phenomenon at this point. I think four was like the was that the zenith, probably. Of, yeah. yeah, fives where they showed uh, the premiere with the Super Bowl, so right. I mean, that's at the point where that's yeah. how big it got. That's how big it is at that point, and then from there it was kind of a yeah. descent, sort of a descend. But so uh, yeah, you can't really get past Super Bowl and TV. Yeah, I, no, I mean, I'm, well, I'm, by that I'm, point I'm it was also <laughs> starting to it was by season five I think it was starting to lose viewers a little bit. Right. Yeah, how many seasons did it go total? Nine. Nine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, the um, uh, and, and but people want more though. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and, and of course. It, you know the accessibility of the internet. Uh, the Office was also one of the first uh, shows to be able to be purchased on iTunes. Uh, yes. So that was it was a big part of the the internet oh, streaming yeah. age, mm-hmm. and the the co- the rise of the Office are definitely yeah. connected. Like I think I've talked about that before when um. When Steve Jobs did like the first iPhone, you yeah. know, conference or you know, unveil- unveiling, yeah, he actually had he he demonstrate he had an iPhone mm-hmm. and he played a video of the opening when Dwight knocks the coffee out of Stanley's hand. Oh, the, yeah, oh, that's yeah. that's that pretty, cold opening. Yeah. So he played it on his phone for everybody, and everybody you know cracked up because that was their exclusive thing. That's such yeah. a layered moment in culture. I know. This <laughs> Steve Jobs showing the iPhone with the so office like, on it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hundreds of people. <laughs> like, oh my god, I get to watch stuff on my phone. Wow. Yeah, that just defined like six years. <laughs> but as much as it was accessible and you could stream it everywhere and it, it, it is just such a prominent show on Netflix, it is huge because of those moments. Because yeah. of the yeah. people that see Pam and Roy and remember that one situation in their life. Yeah. And that I mean, even the Dwight and Angela storyline. You know, mm-hmm. we talked about. Uh, I, I I mentioned Dwight and Jim, but Dwight also had those t- couple of scenes with Angela, mm-hmm. where Caesar talks about how beautiful he thinks she looks, mm-hmm. and then later when Roy and Pam are dancing, it pans down and it yeah, reminds you there's yeah. another couple that, that was really well done on the, on the download. There's another couple that don't want to be mm-hmm. seen just yet. Yeah, and I love the way that scene is shot mm-hmm. completely. And they and by the end of it, you actually feel sen- you feel sort of sad for Michael. Yeah, you know why he's just sitting there alone, alone listening to. Yeah, we Jewel. get Pam and Roy, we get Dwight and Angela, and then yeah. him singing Jewel. Singing Jewel. Yeah, yeah, we do get. Uh, you're right. I, I was thinking if I did Renaissance with like the sad for Michael thing, but yeah, that and that that kind of brought that home a little bit. Yeah, it's, towards the end, you do. And, he, and he, with him. he is, and he is at the very end. He is seemingly sympath, you know, apologetic. Yeah, he tries to apologize to Phyllis, and then of course with Phyllis. Sort of mistakenly thinking that he found they Uncle Al. Such a good job. She, she, <laughs> it's almost their writer's way of saying Phyllis forgives him. You can too. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Just sort of a okay. Yeah. This is Michael. This is yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, it, it seems like any time where you bring Michael outside of the office, Michael becomes Uber Michael. Yeah. Like yeah. The office kind of contains him to be what he's supposed to be. It seems like. Well, Which, and I've I've mm. always noticed he he's desperate to be who he is in the office yeah. out of the office. Yeah, oh, he's just amped up. Yeah. This is the Michael show to him. Yeah, well, it's, and and think yeah. about it, the role of employer of the bride is a thing in his mind. That's yeah. what we're watching. Yeah, that in his mind, that's like his. Well, he like made that one up. Employer of the bride. Yeah, and this is not, I don't think this is something that he heard about no, or no, like we no. talked about or but like think is normal. An honor. But it's an honor, and he you know he's a prideful son of a. Bitch, and so. we've seen before that Michael's view on the way life works is that if he makes, if he says it's so, it is so. Yeah. Right. He creates situations that he expects people to just play along with. If he says something and they, they don't get it, he'll often just repeat him, 
itself. Is it creates his own reality. The number one boss mug means he's the number one boss. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah he he kind of makes up his own just in selfish way to to benefit him. Yeah, to make him look good. Yeah, that's classic him. Well, and and I mean, even when uh, so he's pushing Elbert down the the, the aisle, and he thinks <laughs> that that's that that's the big the highlight of the wedding. Yeah. That was supposed to be the highlight of the wedding. And then the wedding had no highlight. And you even hear it with the way that he talks to Bob when Bob tries to take the microphone. He says, "Listen, I didn't complain." <laughs> when, when, you know, well, yeah, the whole wedding was just a little bit doing this. him a favor. Yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah. At that point, that's how deluded he really is. And I think people. I think there was. I was reading some reviewers who were just saying that his perform or his character was just over the top. Yeah. yeah. Like what he did was it, it, it was more cartoon or cartoonish. And well, the way he drug the thing down the aisle. Yeah. Then he slid yeah. into the thing. Oh, and he's it pushing was, the guy back with his it was foot. So awkward. He's like, I'm not last. Yeah. You're last. <laughs> I'm gonna be better. He's like the whole time. I'm gonna be better, and you're way worse than you were the first time. Right? But everybody just ignores it because they know it's Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Even the people who don't know him just are sort of like, okay, yeah, and they just go right back to the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Uh The whole silence is that was great how they shot that with when he does his pre, you know, preempted uh, first time as a couple thing. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody says a word. Uh huh. And they just go. (laughs) I love how they go right back to the bridge. And do you, Bob? Yeah, there wasn't even like a hey. Nobody what? says a word. Uh-huh. It's great, <laughs> just so silence. And then they have that, and then they're like, yes. And then they have the great uh, camera pan back to the crowd, going yay. And it's kind of reminds me of I don't know what kind of style that is, but it's very kind of surreal. Yeah, it's like people. Michael wants people to see him in a positive light, and then they don't see him. That oh way. yeah. So then they want, just want him people to pay attention to him at all. Exactly. But then he's not even part of it. They don't react to him. There's no. no. He's just kind of a ghost in the room, which I think is like the worst case scenario for Michael. Yeah. Well, that's a really good point. Yeah. He's trying to. He's trying to coattail everybody else clapping mm-hmm. joyously for the wedding couple. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like they're clapping for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, like like we were saying, he does kind of create his own reality. So even of if course. it's a bad response, Michael can make that into something that's positive right. for him. So if there's nothing oh, yeah. for him to create, there's nothing for him to work with, yeah. that, that really is worst case scenario for him as a character. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we see it again in the, the very final <laughs> scene with the cake on the face bit. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so they're doing this traditional wedding thing, which Michael clearly does not know it's a thing. By the way, well, He's only been to one wedding. Yeah, but he, he, I don't yeah. think he stuck around for that last part. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think he was probably somewhere peeing yeah. on himself more. Um, and he have, hasn't probably watched any wedding shows over the years, so... But know. yeah, so immediately he says, Phyllis, you look like a clown. He, says, he tries to squeeze his way in, and then when there's no reaction from the crowd for that, he forces himself to laugh. He's like, oh! He starts laughing again. Like, it's just his way. Like, if he laughs, it makes it okay. It's like, yeah. you know, you've heard a ner- of a nervous laugh? Yeah. This is like a absurdly over-the-top. <laughs> yeah. Ab- you know, well, It's like the logic laugh. in his mind is if for his joke to be successful, there has to be laughter. Yeah. yeah. And, if, and Even if, if it's him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like once the laughter comes out of his mouth, it separates from the source. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I just heard laughter. I, it works. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I heard it. I don't Which, care about everyone so else. You immediately forgot you're the one laughing. Yeah. As you're laughing. Yeah. Which you're just <laughs> hearing your own laughter. <laughs> well, only somebody like that would have the audacity to create f- three to four opening uh, speeches for your oh, toast yeah. and then read them in a row. Introduces himself at least three times. Yeah. 
When time is not of importance. That's one of my favorite little (laughs) phrases. Whoever wrote that, God bless you. uh (laughs) Time is not of importance. Only opens it up for the next 40 minutes. I will tell you the (laughs) unlikely love story. (laughs) (laughs) Seemingly impossible. I'm going to take you on a journey (laughs) for the next 40 minutes. And I love that. We know from watching Michael talk about Phyllis that seemingly impossible. He's not. It's not Romeo and Juliet. These are not star-crossed lovers separated by fate. Yeah. He just thinks Phyllis is unattractive. Let's yeah. <laughs> let's not. Yeah, mince words here. Yeah. And he's, he's just he, shocked I mean, someone loves her. Here's one through story we haven't talked about a lot in this series. Michael insults Phyllis constantly um, yeah. <laughs> in the most backhanded way. Uh-huh. Yeah, and see, does I, it at her wedding too. I haven't seen all the episodes, and I know that's a thing. So that's it that a much of a yeah. through line. The seemingly impossible love story. We get rid of that bald spot. <laughs> you, 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 oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> cover that bald spot in the front. Oh, uh, the, oh my God, did, Phyllis, did you break wind? <laughs> uh, my other little favorite moment. <laughs> that is pungent. Yeah, the way he's talking and just stops. That is pungent. Looks down. Oh, oh my. <laughs> I got a laugh saying that once to a random room of people. <laughs> I just know my coworkers once, and they're like, whoa. Nice. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> well done. Nobody says that. And then, uh, uh, yeah, so, I mean, he just, yeah, it's yeah. such oh, a good Michael episode. He's trying to be comforting to her, mm-hmm. which is yeah. the irony, ironic. Oh. He says, like, I, I know you want to puke? It's okay. I already did. <laughs> I, I know you want to please Bob. You know, talking about, are you worried about the wedding night? Like, he just assumes she's a virgin also. <laughs> oh, oh, that's terrible. And then describing her at the table, of course, at the wedding. Uh, she, tonight, she's kind of matronly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then, and then caps it off with the easy writer. Yeah. Oh yeah. I you wouldn't that. know it from Phyllis looking at her. Writer. I couldn't remember the exact part, but that's what that's a note I, that I made. I tell you, Bob has some restraint, man. Like he got oh, through yeah. some lines that were. Ooh. Yeah, it's like he doesn't want to deface his company the yeah. entire time. It's like he's trying to put on that image of like yeah. I'm a good manager. That's great. Yeah. I'm okay with this. Come see my business. God. Pam actually has a really great reaction shot after the uh, Easy Rider yeah. moment. She's just like. Kind of has her eyes <laughs> like the look of like. Mm. Well, I noticed the entire episode also, and I I think a lot of them are like this, obviously. But it was just like a, a conversation of reactions between the cameraman and uh, Jim. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just like this is happening. Hey, Jim, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> they they know to check with Jim by that point. They they they've established that the camera the the team knows that Jim will react. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like natural. Yeah. Yeah. Jim's like point. the parameter. Jim's the 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 coffee. To cleanse your palate, <laughs> think yeah. of smelling salts. Yeah. yeah, they always just have him. You place. have to go back to the corner. <laughs> the palate cleanser, a sorbet, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> and, and this whole episode, I gotta say, in terms of reaction shots and in terms of talking head reactions, where they, they have a scene and then yeah. it'll just be the character talking yeah. to the camera. Yeah. This is probably the most we've seen in an episode yet. Almost every scene has got at least some character having a reaction moment. Uh, yeah. True. You know, True. Lots of Michael stuff, lots li- of Pam. It's little interactions, too, just of the, um, you know, the characters, you know, that we, the, the side characters, if you will, just yeah. doing sort of an action, and you see a reaction uh-huh. in a way, one way or another. I, I, I mean, this is, in terms of the episodes where they, they've packed little vignettes almost throughout the episode, this mm-hmm. is totally it. It's, yeah, it was a very, it, yeah. there was a lot of plot lines. There was like there was seven, eight. It's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Like, they could have made. They could have made this a longer episode, yeah. I think. Like, you know, I was actually part surprised thing. it was only a half hour. Yeah, I, I think, you know, this is, I mean, for history's sake, we should say it's the first wedding in office land. Yeah, that's lore. true. 
um, and, and you know, Jim and Pam's wedding, spoiler mm-hmm. alert, um, they, um, yeah, that's I, a two-parter. That yeah, that's a two, Niagara's a two-parter. Yeah. So, um, and then. Well, know, they, I am sure they knew by that so. point that after, this is such a great episode, it's mm-hmm. such an iconic episode, and, it, and in the end, it's a marriage of a fairly smaller character. Yeah, So when true. they're finally having some of their real characters get married, they gotta do something big, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. So, just out of like an overreaching office question from an outsider's perspective of somebody who hasn't been like entranced with the show since the beginning. Yeah. Um, from a like outside cultural perspective, it kind of seems like it's a show. It's a love story between Jim and Pam. It's the entire thing. That's what a lot of people consider it is like. Sure. Mm. Well, and because of that, from beginning to end, maybe yeah. Like a part of like, or at least a part of like some pulling. subculture of the internet thinks mm-hmm. it's the sub. The, the, that's the whole plot line. It is the overarching. Well, and that really was the story. I mean, Michael and Dwight in the office is obviously like the main plot. But what yeah. they really had, what they were really grabbing the crowd with, gra- grabbing audiences yeah. with, having them come back week after week was what was going to happen next with Jim and Pam. Yeah. yeah. And we're right in the heart of that, and that's yeah. going to have sort of some resolution in season five and six mm-hmm. as they really do come to a place together mm-hmm. uh, but because of that you start to see the real emphasis of them trying to develop other uh, storylines for characters some they, that work better for others right because uh, you don't yeah. have you don't have in every almost every episode we've done so far there's a little subplot line between Jim and Pam yeah because we all always have to come back to it and what's happening with Jim and Pam this week mm-hmm. and most of the time you know it's it, it's always that little palette up underneath well it's that part of that sitcom equation that you mm-hmm. need it's the, the actual romance part of a sitcom mm-hmm. which every sitcom has mm-hmm. they just do it in a very realistic endearing way that I can appreciate and it's yeah. as good as the comedy is yeah 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 <clears throat> and hence why this show is amazing yeah yeah that's 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 <clears throat> what I'm learning about it you can you can appreciate it for its comedy or you can appreciate it for its humanity the, the heart yeah, yeah the heart yeah. yeah humanity and you know it's not it's not it's a very multifaceted show it is yeah yeah. And, th- and then, of course, you've got the, the characters like Michael and Dwight that make you cringe and make mm-hmm. you see those people in your own life that are weird or, or catch your own moments where you're being weird. You know, mm-hmm. we, we all get there's something you can identify with just about everybody in some way or another. Yeah, sure. And uh, which I think makes it why it's so uncomfortable for some people. And it has to be shot how it's shot, though. If this was like a Big Bang Theory lap track sitcom, it'd be terrible. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. It would not be good. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, because... Uh, yeah. It wouldn't be good. It, yeah, would, no, it, ha- it would have to be documentary style. Yeah. Things like, yeah, the things like the reactions between people, those little asides, the, the way that the camera can catch someone from across the room. And you yeah. need it. Yeah. Part, of, part of what... Um, Makes the comedy real is like the clear disconnection from reality. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. this isn't how the real world works, and we right. all know this. That's the camera looking back at Jim every single time. Like, mm. yeah. what's going on here, guys? <laughs> but, yeah. but to tell it in a way like that you are there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. it makes you feel like you're in this world with them. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. The, the camera and Jim give you like a. It makes it feel like it's real. The real world going a bit strange. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there's characters there with you that are kind of going, what the fuck? Yeah, like which is <laughs> who who yeah. at a, in a work meeting hasn't at some point caught a coworker's eye at a weird moment and been like, yeah. You mean Sandra? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh huh. Sandra Shade yeah. of the economy community. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sandra's definitely one who, uh, when something goes a little askew, you can look over at her and get a reaction shot. <laughs> right. <laughs> definitely. We need to have her on the yeah, show. Yeah, we do, man. She'd be great. Get, hook that up. She really is the gem of comedy. <laughs> 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 you look at Sandra with things going a bit weird. Yeah. I enjoy routines <laughs> man she's funny and then uh, lots of good character moments so we mentioned Kelly and her dress we also had that great stuff with Kelly and Pam helping to push that Pam storyline with Kelly realizing it was Pam's wedding right. talking about yeah. how hard this must be for you I, I would be say- totally freaking out <laughs> yeah. tell someone you're pregnant you know like. <laughs> which you know <laughs> 
may happen more than you think it does. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I, that sort of resonated me, like being like a younger, like in my twenties, yeah. like seeing that happen. Like made you feel like there's a lot of pregnancy stories out be, there. Yeah, yeah, not that aren't so true. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and I don't probably. believe anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe anything anybody says ever. Even the, once there's a kid, I don't believe it. No, I need to be on Maury Povich. He knows <laughs> <Yeah>. the truth. <laughs> no, I just mean that they were pregnant at all. Oh yeah, <laughs> not even that it was mine. <laughs> I don't believe. It. I wasn't there when you had them. You could have rented that. Very good point. <laughs> what, Photoshop what? exists. Uh huh. Right? Oh no, it could be real time. I don't know. Hey man, I don't know. People lie. We saw that today with uh, Creed switching out the card on a present. We don't get a lot of Creed moments. But we get no. that one good one. You just need that one. <laughs> yeah, just to get a feel. If you can tell who Creed is in that one moment, <laughs> yeah. here is Creed. He is deceptive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he paid for the card at least. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. And he's hilarious. He put the card together. Yeah. He did. I don't know. I'd love to know who. I would love to see that. Who did he steal the card from? Well, yeah. Who did he steal the card from? And how did that situation play out between the between the real friends and the married? Well, couple? Well, he chose the biggest oh, yeah. thing there. Yeah. Was like the clearly. Yeah. 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 Clearly. Like I. He. He's always. Um, Messing stuff. I think that's a that's an ongoing thing at other weddings that he does. Yeah. I can't remember off the top of my head, but Wouldn't it's going to be. I don't want to spoil everything. But one thing I think about, uh, I wanted to mention about Pam is that I think at the beginning, and maybe she was deep down upset, but she really wasn't that. I don't think she was really that bothered by it at the start. It was just the accumulation exactly. of everything. No, yeah, that's it was just I like, it was. and and yeah. everybody makes it worse. Kelly, mm-hmm. Jim, like in their own way, just trying to talk to her about it. Yeah, like Kelly does it. Jim does it. Like mm-hmm. I you like know. I like the very quick or Pam and Roy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just uh-huh. <laughs> I mean Phyllis and Robert. Yeah, Robert Vance, <laughs> Bo- <laughs> Robert's refrigeration. <laughs> I noticed that on Dunderpedia, they point out how the minister, whoever still calls him Bob Vance, Vance Rodriguez, yes. not, not even Robert, even yeah. though. No, he. But what a great true. moment for the writers when they're when they're coming together with this story, like, oh yeah, even the P and R works. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we can work it in there. And then the very end, when they're going away in their wedding mobile, it is a van with Bob, Bob Vance, Vance, Vance refrigeration. refrigeration. Yeah. It's just sort of a, it's a wonderful exit for those two. And good for Phyllis. Yeah. Yeah. Happy yeah. for that girl. Yeah, despite Michael's best efforts, it turned out to be a beautiful wedding. It really <laughs> did. It really did. You know, everybody soldiered it out, like, through his... Well, yeah, they're all just so antics. weathered to mm-hmm. Michael's Michaelness. No, exactly, I, yeah. They they know what to expect with him. Yeah, that, that the, yeah. Per, the personification of that was his, like... Uh, moment of now I present yeah yeah and they ignore him they move on yeah mm-hmm. well and I love it too like um even in the very first scene at the wedding after the open we uh we see him trying to squeeze his way into photos mm-hmm. and I love that the, the the skill of the photographer to say okay everyone out except for the bride and groom okay now let's just have the bridesmaids come back in and the family mm-hmm. and you, know, you and you and you and you yeah just bring back everybody but Michael <laughs> and then the little glare that he gives Michael is just sort of like Come on, pal. Yeah, stay out of the photos. You're not really in the wedding party. You're not in that wedding party. Yeah. He probably already, had, what I imagine, he had already shot photos of him. Yeah. And then Michael just wanted to be in with the like the rest of everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I imagine him wanting to be in like the group. Everything. Like, yeah. The, the, he wants to be the, in every The bridesmaid shot. picture. Just the bridesmaids, he wants to be in that picture. Oh, yeah. Well, the, that's the thing. The f- employer of the bride and the bridesmaids, yeah. <laughs> which makes total sense to him. Oh, God. That's the well. That's the, the part. That's the part I feel. The bridesmaids. Oh, I'm sorry. What were we gonna say? I'll come back to that. Well, you guys have been in in, in weddings or been to weddings, right? So you know that the, the weddings happen. don't just happen. There's yeah. usually a person telling everyone. Now, when we get to this part in the day, you're gonna go stand here and you're gonna go walk over here. There's oh yeah, it's choreographed. Coordinate. I they yeah. call yeah. it the like a rehearsal. Yes. Which the means Michael that. was explicitly told what to do with <laughs> Eldon, Elgin, El, uh, what's his name? El- 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 Elmer with uh with his uh El- Albert Elbert. Elbert. Once he got him to the front, 
he was probably had instructions to bring Albert over to the the pews yeah. to sit down. You probably. know, as the father. Oh of yeah, that's what happens. And then Michael was probably told to go find a seat. He ignored all of that yes. to squeeze his way into that wedding. So party. what would have happened exactly. if he would have wheeled him to the front? Would he have just ended up on stage anyways? It probably no. He would have just gone way. back to his. Se- if he yeah. wheeled him up, he would have just gone back. Oh to yeah, his he seat. would have had his moment. So he's yeah, not. He he's not really in. The, he's not one of the best men. Yeah. Yeah. Or not best men. One of the groomsmen. Sorry. Groomsmen, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's <laughs> I knew that. I I knew that for sure, but. That just made me realize that as soon as his like plan was derailed, like yeah. he had no plan, so yeah. he just kind of yeah. inserted himself into everything. From and that c- point, can yeah. we give him a quick was <laughs> taken away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Can we give him a quick props of this is bullshit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that bit. <laughs> Trying to keep yeah. <laughs> putting his hand on his shoulder as he was getting up. Tries to push again when he stops it. Tries to put him back down in, and then when he gets up, the the audience claps. Yeah. You know, and yeah. he's still his his only reaction to the camera is to just be uh, so bullshit. upset. You know? I know it's such a touching moment. Yeah, and yeah, we, like uh, clearly him walking is a, a momentous right. thing. Right, but that's just you know. That's how sh- that's how well, ludity is. That goes be that's not that's not the highlight. It's a crescendo. We've seen uh, him talking about his role as employer of the bride. We saw the part where he introduces us to El- uh, El- Elbert. Um, we see how he's saying, "I will do better." He's yeah. starting to think mm-hmm. this is all about him, and it just comes in this beautiful explosion with the bullshit and then marching the wheelchair which rolls you could just continue to push (laughs) the wheelchair and instead he turns it sideways to drag it down the aisle (laughs) it's not working he's doing that sort of clop thing that it'll do he walks up the stairs one step at a time it takes him forever like he's still part of the march (laughs) they never mentioned phyllis's dad have a hearing problem did they no no yeah okay so sure elbert can hear just fine so that was him or that he's mute yeah that's just michael thinking that he's like a complete like like just uh, uh he, he's like a he's a vegetable in a wheelchair yeah because so he, yeah because yeah. of the wheelchair he is an, an yeah because he went i'm sure you could probably hear me too yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh-huh. like after when he was like you're gonna stand up again even when he introduces him he's like this little this old timer here <laughs> saying it loud yeah, like right? making sure that he hears him yeah he's really <laughs> completely condescending. Oh, man. And, and <laughs> that guy's great reaction sounds are pretty great too. He's just yeah, he's this like, jackass. Like every yeah. time, yeah, just ne- sort of this frustrated head frustrated. shake. <laughs> like he's never. He's, the only time he ever really smiles that you see it is when he walk when he yeah. stands up and he's walking. Yeah, he sort of like composes himself, smiles. He's got his arm right. on Phyllis, you know. Right. He's uh that that's uh and and what's so great about that is those actors and actresses really did such a great job of giving us. The wedding moment, you know, yeah. he's yeah. not focused on Michael at all. The minute he's out of that chair, he's up, he's standing, he's on Phyllis. Yeah, that was his daughter's wedding. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 focused yeah. ahead. They do such a good job. It's of a just beautiful moment. Yeah. <laughs> and of <laughs> just showing how Michael is truly in his own little world. Yeah. That's how that that's how bad he is. I that one that. wedding fucked him up for life. Do you think <laughs> Phyllis? You know, you know, a wedding invitation shows up, and a lot of times it's fancy. You open the envelope, and there's a second envelope, and right. you open it up, and there's the the invite, yeah. and there may be a little Russian sheet of nesting t- doll. Yeah. yeah, right. Or there's some tissue paper on. It's yeah. a fancy affair. Sure, uh, sure. There might be a sec- separate card that has the instructions on how to get to the 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 ceremony. Uh, yeah, you, know, like you know, the party. Afterwards. If you were blind, you could feel the words. Yeah, right. There's yeah, embossed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's always right. so fancy. Yeah. Do you think Phyllis's invitation had another little card that was like to our honored guests? 
my employer will be attending the wedding. He's a peculiar man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we just, your best would be to just ignore him. Michael Do Primer. not engage. You know? <laughs> it's like an Uncle Michael letter. letter yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Let everyone Please know. bear with us. Yeah. Uh. Oh, you know, there's a few things. Uncle Al has dementia. Yeah. Please my keep an eye on him for us. My boss is a tool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Watch. <laughs> just ignore him. You know? He's a whole other kind of fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> or he's a whole other kind of disabled in a way <laughs> you might say or eccentric if you will yeah. yeah and then those two end up together at the end of the party mm-hmm. oh yeah of course <laughs> elsewhere well it's a nice little setup for to to to, to entwine dwight's wedding crasher bit which yeah. is a fun little prank and yeah. it ends with that funny scene with uncle with elbert <laughs> later we'll see elbert out in the intersection about to die and then <laughs> and then it ties a, 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 they do such a great way of weaving that michael storyline of getting kicked out of the wedding and going too far and being Dude, michael being and right. and tripping onto a solution which michael trips into solutions fairly regularly yeah, that's a good way that they've continually found him to fu- sort of earn our love back at the end of each episode. This is true. And like I said, when Phyllis thinks that he found him, that's our clearance to be okay with Michael, too. Also, mm-hmm. they lost their uncle. They just had the wedding. Kept having the wedding. They just kept having yeah. the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever, whoever <laughs> was out searching for Uncle Al didn't yeah. do a very good job. Real like, shit I, job. No, just as the wedding was ending, oh, you found him. Yeah. Good he was job. right. Ar- he was like right on the corner. <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't even a bad enough thing to do I anything think... more than just mention it before playing Roxanne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey Kevin, uh, someone we deeply care for is missing and could be dead because of the medical condition. <laughs> do you know Roxanne? <laughs> <laughs> really, you don't have to worry. <laughs> they really somehow brought levity to this whole dementia thing, yeah, <laughs> in only fu- the way that they could. It's the funniest a degenerative disease has been all week. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like uh, AIDS can't be funny, or AIDS is funny, or like yeah. <laughs> something can't be funny. Someone wants to tell a good AIDS joke. Yeah, AIDS yeah. joke, yeah. <laughs> so they got dementia out of the way nice. in this one. Yeah. Good job. That's about all I've got in my notes. Any oh. scenes we missed that you guys want to touch on? I just want to say that um, uh, Michael Michael is everything 80s. Yeah. Including his references for the Boston Celtics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, Rob, and Robert the Chief Parish. <laughs> and such a wonderful, uh, I don't know, random moment for me just growing up watching that guy play. It's, pretty, it's just funny. He says Robert Parish. Right? He says Robert Parish. I and, love that yeah. because that's another example of someone mentioning something Celtics and Michael mentioning the one thing he can think of. <laughs> right. Like, uh, yeah. you know, with He's the Celtics, trying. Robert <laughs> Parrish. Was it two episodes ago where, where Andy makes a comment about uh, superheroes? Oh, yeah. And, and, and Michael goes, Hawkman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, now I get it now. Now that joke makes sense to me. That's the only one that he knows. He just names the thing he knows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't. I'm going to do that, man. Like, like, next time, like, someone's like, you know... Baseball, this. I'm just going to randomly go Gary. Yes, yes. <laughs> do that. That'll yeah. work. Yeah, please. Just to get myself in the conversation. The great Bambino. That'll be yeah, great. Yeah. Be <laughs> I, have, I have some trivial questions if y'all want to answer or try to answer them. Sure. Love yeah. some trivia. What do you all got right. for us? Five questions. Uh, all right. So just, just to remind me, how many weddings has Michael been to? Three. One. One, I mean, I th- the, the band has played three. Oh, I yeah. guess. No, I fra- you, you got that right. I phrased it wrong. I was like, so, okay. I, it, it was going to be two, but really. It's oh, yeah, because he's, he's been to two uh, now. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Yeah. No, we also, yeah, never mind. He did get kicked out of the second one. 
to yeah. be. He got kicked out of both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, <Yep. laughs> Michael's over two on weddings. <laughs> I can't. Remember. Who's the next one? Is it Jim, Jim and Pam? Pams, yeah, yeah. He must. He's much better there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he finally doesn't get. But uh, okay, number two. Uh, oh, what movie did Dwight? Uh, mean to go see when he actually saw when he accidentally saw Wedding Crashers, Grizzly Man. Got yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The... <laughs> that bear bit. You never know when bears. <laughs> That's yeah. the thing about bears. We get another little bear tidbit from Dwight. Uh-huh. Dwight knows his bears, man. He does. Thank God. The rest of it. If we didn't, if he didn't tell us, we'd be dead. Uh, number three. Besides, oh, the current wedding. What other weddings has Scrantonicity played? Oh, they're bassist and guitarist. You got it. Uh-huh. <laughs> For the three-piece band. This is not the first. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the things I noticed. It was the first band that wasn't one of their band members' members' weddings. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so I'm sure those were lovely affairs. <laughs> uh, number four. Uh, oh, here's a, here's a quick sneaky one. What color are Uncle Al's eyes? Brown. You got it. Yeah. Last one. And Dwight's <laughs> face when he realizes <laughs> what he's done. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he only really crashes. You know, he only bounces one proper person from the whole wedding. It's Michael. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> he's exactly. like, you're a real-life wedding crasher. I finally I like got he, one. I like how he realized what he did at all. Yeah. That, that surprised me. I didn't expect him to even connect with that. You know, I, I still say that, yeah, he, maybe he qu- didn't quite get there. Like, he's like, well, maybe, but oh, I don't know. Yeah. He almost, I could think, it well, could it have been? Yeah. It's yeah. like the, the thing from the last episode, the um, I'm 99% sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. right. 98. <laughs> <laughs> he's ca- caught in a quandary. Uh, okay, last one. Um, how many opening speeches did Michael write? Ooh, was it? Six? There's actually two answers. There's one. There's two acceptable answers. Oh, okay. Three is one. Yeah, I want to say three because he introduces himself. Yeah, right. But how many different lines does he actually? No, use? no, 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 no. Like three or four. Oh, okay. Because that's what Sorry. he says in yeah. the talking oh, head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was a trick one, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Three or four. <laughs> well, because and I, and I wrote him down. Well, how many does? Yeah. How many does he do? He does. Um. Because hang is on. Is it three? It's three or four. It's close to that. Because he does. Um. Uh, Does the um, se- seemingly impossible seemingly, bit? Yeah. The fusing of two metals. Yeah. Um, oh, he got well. He Mowage. Mowage. Oh. <laughs> the matronly bit. Okay, so that's four, at least. Yeah. The, the, least, in the, if, in the easy if I rider. Yeah, that's way. with yeah. the matronly. Yep. Yeah. I would say that's about. Yeah. It's like for those of you who don't know me, <laughs> I'm Michael Scott, uh-huh. and of course he puts that one like third. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I forgot about the definition of welding. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, I, that is my <laughs> and, bonus question. Well, what? What? <laughs> What words are confused in this? Weltling and wedding, and then yeah. metals and metals. metals. Yeah. That's it's such a complex mistake. It's pretty beautiful. <laughs> you, you guys would be the gold, gold medals. Gold medals. <laughs> I'm Michael's. For those of you who don't know me, mm-hmm. love it. All right, that's all I have for trivia. It's a fun episode. All yeah, right, man. Well, uh, I think that's about it. Anything else you guys want to mention? Anything catch your eyes? Um, it's a good one. It's a good one. It's it's a lot, good. There's a lot to miss in this one, too, because really it's is. sort of just an ongoing onslaught of different activity in front of your face. Well, I'm glad I got an outside of the office episode. Yeah. yeah. You got a great one, man. Yeah, good uh-huh. Good job on starting now. Yeah. Outside. yeah. Thanks a lot for doing the show. Yeah, Absolutely, thanks, guys. Thank you fun. so much for having me. Come it's back awesome. and do it again next next season? Yeah. yeah Please absolutely. do. Awesome. Please do. Brian, we'll see you next week. See you next week, man. Awesome. And I want to... I want to thank all you for listening to the People Persons Paper Podcast. We've been so very happy to have you. I hope you will come back next week because next week it's time for the special lecturer emeritus. Feeling that a little bit now. Are you? Yeah, I'm fuzzy. My b- body's buzzy. I'm having a buzzy body time. Buzzy body time. Yeah, but it's good. 
<laughs> oh yeah. Hey, by the way, Buzzy Body's the best. 